0: Hello, fuckos! Welcome back to Miku's Crack House. This is episode three. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma. Join me as my best friend and co-host, Miles J. How are you doing today, Miles?
1: You know I'm doing real well today. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, it's been a, it's been, uh, it's been an uneventful week. We don't we don't really have as much to catch up on i think as usual uh so this is just gonna be kind of a a, a little bit more of a shoot the shit episode uh which which is gonna be fun so yeah uh, get ready for for nonsense <laughs> we're gonna yeah. go oh, off the rails
0: 100 and i know two miles because one, one of the things because one one of the big differences between you and i is you don't really like listening to podcasts i'm a huge podcast listener just love listening to People talk and to pretend like I have friends for like an hour.
1: I do have friends for more than an hour and I hate most of them. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate my friends, uh, just some of them. Um <laughs> and, and if that leaves paranoia in your heart, good. <laughs> I hate
0: those like those things people do on Twitter where it's like, oh like this tweet and I'll be honest with you. It's like, what the fuck? You're not honest. No, you're not gonna, gonna be
1: honest with me. You're gonna <laughs> You're only gonna
0: be honest with me for public clout on Twitter.com? Okay. But yeah, I think I think there's only like three people in
1: my life who, if they did one of those, like I would just like ream into them. Everyone else, I I have at least something positive to say.
0: Yeah, you, you always, I I always respect that about you. Is you're just is your willingness in a public forum to just be a cool professional about everything, even when like you'll come to me afterwards and you'll just be seething. Oh no,
1: I'm I I have mastered the art of of holding it down on social media. There there have been times in which like. I was I was so ready to, to tear someone's head off. But so I, I mean, I, I think you and I had to talk about this. social media just isn't worth that anymore. You know, it's like at least not for me. I mean, I don't know if it ever has been for some people, but but it, it used to be for me to kind of like, you know, that that was a platform that I really valued. Uh, and now I'm sort of just like, no, social media is about trapping yourself in a box where everyone says nice things to you. Uh, and, and for some reason I was like, I don't want to do that. That seems awful. But now I'm just like, no. Like, like Twitter's not real. It's not the real world. Uh, and, and it's so easy to get this very distorted view of the real world by letting in every single biased community that all of your friends also participate in. It's like just... Just feel free to to create a space that's good for you. I mean, I know the term "safe space" is is like a it's like a big meme. It, it's like a, it, it basically it's tainted. It's tainted. It's tainted. But I, but I, I think I think there's a lot of value in, in just having a, a space where it's like, okay, I can go on here. Uh, it's gonna be a nice time. I'm not going to leave angry because I saw a comic about how it's okay to to fuck animals as long as they approve. I don't know. I'm sure that comic <laughs> exists.
0: I, 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 was, I, I <laughs> was not, did not think you were going there, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, what, what I, what I, um, what I find so funny about this and what you're saying here is how like, Oh, you know, use Twitter as a, like, as a, like a safe space as a, as a place for just, you know, good vibes. My issue with Twitter and why I have such a vitriolic vehement, hatred towards Twitter is because it does everything in its power to stop it from becoming a Sam Kingma safe space bubble like, yeah, the like let me give you in it's just and let me give you a perfect example a lot of like out of content like uh, out of context Twitter accounts like the one the one that's really grinded my gears recently is like suspect tweets because suspect tweets is basically just highlighting people who say like either really like like racist or sexist or like worst case like uh pedophilic shit and just posting it like as a as a suspect tweet however people will like this and be like man this person's awful and it'll come up on my timeline and what i see is a bunch of bullshit from an account that's like pointing fun or making fun i'm like i don't want to see it period I don't want to see this shit at all, and Twitter makes it impossible, and I've tried everything. I use TweetDeck when I can. I've tried the um, like the keyword filters. I can't escape it. You just can't escape it. I'm going to get mad whenever I go on Twitter. There's like a good 60% chance I'm going to get mad or upset or salty about something some snarky fuckass had to say.
1: That's the problem is it just keeps getting trafficked into your life. Uh, it's like, I mean, and that's the problem. Like, a new account of these kind of crops up every week and, and it's always run by an asshole. Like, there's n- there's never been a really wholesome account to run one of these, like, whatever, like, suspect tweets, gaming out of context. Like, it's always it's always run by some dick who, like, needs to do one of these accounts to feel good about themselves. Like, because they ca- they themselves can't get followers. Like, they'll always link their, their like, their actual Twitter and in, in oh, the and their bio. actual and Twitter
0: like, sucks. Yeah, and their and actual it's Twitter is garbage.
1: Yeah, um, and and so you you just get like this. It's basically like like a collection, just like like a coalition of like the worst possible things on the site, and they're just like curated for you.
0: Yeah, and and there are some like similar like like gimmick accounts cuz I think some some gimmick accounts are pretty good like like I love like FGC dad and like yeah. FGC mom are fucking great.
1: Well, those are both wholesome too is the thing. Like they're 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 about like a really positive representation of of fighting games, which is a community that that needs it.
0: Yeah, or just runs it straight. Like I think I, I really do do think you can't get much better if, for like, if you're into gaming or whatever, and you like gaming, you like gaming news, really cannot get much better than RPG site. Yeah. Like an actual perfect Twitter account, great articles, like fun, like tidbit tweets, like, oh, today was the 10th anniversary or the 12th anniversary of like Pokemon Platinum in America. It's like, oh, fucking sick. But we don't get that. We don't. We don't. We don't ever get that. We get. We get a. We get a. A
1: fourteen-year-old bisexual disaster running an account, um. You know, called uh. Called uh. Um. I don't know. Like, uh. Tweets hot by hot pedophil- yeah. takes. Yeah. No. Tweet tweets by pedophiles. It's it's called that. Yeah. It's
0: just like. It's just horrible. I'm like. I don't want to see this. I don't yeah. want to see this. You're perpetuating this shit that I don't want to see for clout. Which, by the way, you don't actually have because nobody follows your personal shitty Twitter account.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's the problem. Is cloud is fake. Cloud is made up. I I, I was trying to debate this like with with someone on a stream, and it got out of hand because I I was I was misinterpreted. I used a very bad example, but like an example that that you can really give is like cloud is just based on the amount of cultural currency you think you have versus the amount of cultural currency people actually give you and and that they actually mean to give you like hating somebody technically counts as them having clout uh but at the same time it's not going to get you anywhere other than than some level of, of exposure but like for example like if you're a music producer and and you're basically like doing everything that you can to like prop up an artist artificially and get them like high acclaim on social media and all these things you have a great social media campaign you do all these things uh, and, and like, that's not clout that you yourself accumulated, really. That's clout that someone has curated for you, that they, that they've worked very hard to get you. And then ultimately, without them, you would have no clout, really. Exactly, because the ho- yeah. there is the a most, science. Yeah, the most that you can hope for is that if you happen to leave, they don't talk or try to to, you know, negate your clout or try to lock you into a contract because ultimately you might have cultural currency but at the end of the day if your producer says you can't talk about that and you say i can and then they say okay well then you know you're under contract or then then we're gonna let you go um and you're not gonna have your social media team anymore like that 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 is a significant hit to the concept of clout because it's 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 fake it's imagined it's given by people uh, to people, and it can be taken away just as easily by said people.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that's. I mean, that is just the way it goes. And and sort of the thing too that I also want to address as far as like Twitter sucks, it, it is because a lot of people you know will say it's like, oh, if you don't like it, then don't use it. But it's really hard to avoid being on Twitter for the sheer fact that it is how I communicate with a majority of my friends or a a majority of my like online compatriots that I really only know through the internet but I still want to keep in contact with them in some way
1: that's yeah that's my problem too and like I don't want to give everyone up my discord I've tried that and everyone dms me 15 fucking times a day hey
0: mr popular
1: I I hate it I I genuinely (laughs) like I I could not I cannot exaggerate this enough I hate the amount of people who want to talk to me on a daily basis. I don't, I don't mind the amount of friends I have. I do mind the amount of friends I have who, who basically want me to interact with them for an extended period of time every day. I can't do it.
0: Yeah, no. And I, I mean, I don't blame you. I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do anything like that, that either. And the thing is too, cause, cause with discord, discord is your, is your privated curated group of individuals as well as like you know actual servers you're a part of and like I've kind of tried especially over the last like couple months being that when I was you know working full-time kind of was trying to find a way to have some communication with people on like Monday through Friday outside of work I wanted to get a bit more involved into like discord servers but I just can't keep up I just can't keep up with them I don't know how anyone is able to communicate
1: well, it's, I'll tell you how anyone's able to communicate. It's because you need to be a very specific kind of person to stay on top of the chat. And I, and I can outline this kind of person, okay? There's there is the expert, and I I say expert with 15 quotation marks around it, which yeah. is the person who is convinced they know mo- the most about whatever subject you're talking about at any given time, or the person who's entitled enough to think that their opinion matters. You have you have that person who no matter the conversation, they they write 15 paragraph Entries on it just to shut the conversation down so that everyone has to see it. You have you have the the guy who argues that they should say the n word because words are meaningless, uh, and don't and don't mean anything. Um, you have the guy who who is, he does nothing but use the vent channel, and then when nobody pays attention to the vent channel, they go to the gen chat and they talk about how miserable they are. You have you have the the, the guy who who doesn't speak in coherent sentences and just shitposts. posts, and they do nothing but but like add, Like some dumb two word, like statement to everything, or they'll type like an emoji. Um, and and it's just like basically for a Discord server to survive, the most unself aware possible people have to be the ones communicating the most because everything you just
0: described the, the five different kinds of people you just described, I mean, all there's sound... others too, but
1: I, I can't quite remember some of them.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. There, there's there's more kinds, but uh, but of those five major people, because I've seen. I have seen those kinds of people before. Why would anyone want to associate with them? Why would anyone want to take time out of their precious day to go hang out in these shitholes? Because is there even a good Discord server? Like, let's
1: be honest. Uh, When I ran a Discord server, it was pretty nice. But at the same time, like... There were still those people. That's the problem. Yeah, because
0: all, all the issues you just brought up of are examples from your Discord server.
1: The problem is I thought it was just those people. And then I tried other servers and I was like, oh my God, this is everywhere.
0: Yeah, these people are in every single server. Just, you know, with a little different flavor.
1: I have a, I have a friend who, who who really liked FF7R, like loved it. Uh, and she was talking in a server like, oh my god, this game's so great, like, I love this part, I love this part. And then someone was like, stop talking about the game unless you're going to talk about it in a productive way. And she's like, no one else has beaten it. Like, I can't do that. Like, I can, I've talked to death about the mechanics, I've talked to death about everything else, like, can't I just talk about all these little things? And they're like, no. No, you can't. Because I can't engage with it, and therefore it's a bad
0: subject. These these people are, are awful. These people on crack. are- and I would know because we live in a crack, crack house. house, but, <laughs> but, oh, these people are, are the worst. Cause I, I mean, I've definitely seen that or I've spoken with these kinds of people and like, really like, let me give you, let me give you some advice out there. Cause there are definitely people on, on the fringe or definitely people who, who participate on Twitter, probably going like here, here or whatever, listen to this show. And let me just give those people a little bit of advice, know a little bit about everything. Just, just know like a little bit, have like a tidbit or two or like a fun little story about anything you possibly can because nothing makes me want to talk to you less and nothing makes anyone on earth want to talk to you less than them bringing something up and you just saying, I don't really know anything about that. I can't have a conversation. I can't be coherent with you. I'm
1: going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to say two really awesome and important words, okay, that I learned uh, cause when I was a little boy, I, 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 still do, but I, 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 I was like very on the spectrum. Uh, now, now I'm, I'm a little more like socially adapt in a neurotypical kind of world. But like yeah. when I was a kid, like I couldn't relate to anything or anyone unless it had to do with video games or, or writing fantasy stories. That was like, those are the only two things I could understand. I was yeah. so, uh, <laughs> I was, I was so Aussie that like, I actually had to leave class. This is a fun, uh, <laughs> miles fact. I had to leave class, uh, some days like during like reading time or whatever. And instead of doing reading, they would take me out into the hall and I would play pickup sticks because my my gross motor skills were so bad that I needed to be trained. <laughs> that's
0: a true fact. That's um, well, awesome. Oh yeah, no, like like just just Incredible. just for
1: like a because I whenever I tell people like I have autism or I'm on the autism spectrum, people yeah. are like
0: that's surprising, and I was like not if you knew me when I was a boy, like you know you know. And and please and please please stop me if you, if you don't want to do this, but I was thinking about this um uh, yesterday because yesterday uh or for when we're recording this was uh 420, uh and i personally did uh celebrate quite a big deal took a walk uh vape some famed some ganj, came home smoked smoked a bowl just tongue just hung out watched just watch videos and had a good time do you do you partake in like drugs <laughs> no not at all it's not my thing yeah, um, I, I, I mean besides I remember, crack,
1: which I love of course, on Hot crack. you have uh, no, you have
0: anime girls smoking crack. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, I think I think this this is not this is not what we talked about on episode one, but but I I think I've been very open about my weird fetish for anime girls, specifically doing pipe based, bong based, or cigarette based drugs. It is just it's just funny, dude. Oh no, like, it's hot to me. Like I'm I'm like that. Mmm,
0: mm, that's the good shit. The, the one the one I. Uh, I always think of in a, a quick Google search, by the way, we'll, 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 we'll pull this up for you. The, the, the Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. Smoky them... Smoky Weed Club. Yeah. Smoky Smoky Weed Club. Yeah. If you just, just type that up the picture.
1: That's, come up that right might away. be my favorite, vid- vid- uh, that might be my favorite image on the internet. I think, I think that is genuinely like that, that has everything that I need out of life. It's, 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 they, they all look, they all have the funniest fucking faces. Everyone's doing a different like kind of hit it's great yeah um and and all of them look blazed off their ass and i'm like this shit this shit right here is that that's
0: miles core it's so <laughs> funny dude it's such a great it's so fu- it's just such a fucking funny photo but i'm i'm definitely i'm definitely starting to, to feel that there is one thing i'm playing which i do i do want to have a conversation with you about uh just because the way it's taken over my life has been a little like just a little strange for me
1: so what so what game did you use to fill that void
0: uh so the game i I recently have been obsessed with is persona three f e s right uh, What does Fez actually stand for? I believe it means for everyone's souls oh okay thank you uh that's that's edgy and fitting but yeah, so basically I, if you've been following my narrative, I've been really into p s two games over the last like month or so just because I got emulation working on my computer and they're all free. <laughs> Because I just go online and download the ISO file, uh, which I know I shouldn't outwardly admit to piracy, but fucking I don't care. Um, but I I've just been playing a bunch of PS2 games, playing Ratchet, played through about half of the first like Sly game, just just try, p- played a little bit of Dragon Guard. I want to go back to that. Just you know a bunch of different stuff, and I'm like I really want to play like a classic like PS2 RPG. And I was thinking I'm like I don't really know what I want to play. I was thinking maybe Final Fantasy X, but I decided I'm like you know what. I want a little Persona. I want a little Persona. I'm like, I'm gonna play three, uh, cause I, 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 cause I, I need, I just want that edge. Cause Persona three for me has always just been like the most edgiest game, probably since like, it goes like Kingdom Hearts and I'm sorry, it goes like Shadow of the Hedgehog, then like Kingdom Hearts two, then Persona three Fez for like the most the 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 most well, edgiest the most, games.
1: Well, the most the most like two thousand late two thousands edge. Yeah. Like because uh, yeah, like I like, you could argue like Mad World but like Mad Mad World sort of like like late ten or early tens kind of edge where it's where it's more of like the the sex and drugs and violence rather than the hot topic kind of thing it's like post Happy Tree Friends edge
0: yeah and, and to me like and, and honestly like to me like like edginess like edginess is defined by Shadow the Hedgehog and Sasuke like and to me like Mad World really isn't that edgy like Mad World it's not, is it's like not edgy. gory.
1: It's gory. I, w- I would consider it more of like a more of like a like an irreverent kind of. It's like a new grounds game, like in just the sheer like absurdity of it. Although this one has some class, as opposed to a lot of new ground games, which which feel. Uh, which feels like they're trying too hard. Mad World feels kind of effortless.
0: Yeah, that's always the impression I got from from it. Like honestly, like even like same with No More Heroes, because like No More Heroes is like super bloody and like the first thing out of Travis's mouth is "fuckhead," uh, which is a great scene, incredible in fact,
1: first line. Yeah, it's
0: awful. fuckhead. Like the way he says it is so
1: guttural. I have a and, I have a problem with the line reading from the No More Heroes three oh, trailer. I think it's I think it's inferior. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so it's so limp. It's like it's so it's oh it's terrible it's horrible but even like no more heroes is a game where it's very tongue-in-cheek about the violence and that's not edgy like edgy is like takes it so like complete sincerity like shadow the hedgehog is so straight like it doesn't crack for a second and there's lots of really funny lines where Shadow's like, it's just like taking candy from a baby, and and then he's like, well, no, so doesn't good. he say, which I don't mind, and I'm like, Lord have mercy, it's just the most edgiest fucking thing ever, and it's so funny, but it's played hundred percent serious, hundred percent straight. I
1: think I think the other defining moment of like two thousands edge is when Mickey says, they're gonna pay for this, and then casts off his coat. Uh... <laughs> He's got, like, a black, hey, fellas, like, trench coat. Hey, did somebody
0: mention a door of the darkness?
1: He's He's got, like, a black trench coat, and, and, and Goofy is hit in the head with a rock, which I don't remember that being anyone's fault. I, I'm trying to remember if someone did that. But he looks at Goofy's corpse, and he goes, they're gonna pay for this, and casts off his coat. And I'm like, I'm like, somebody thought that was gonna be awesome. And it just,
0: it wasn't. It was embarrassing. Yeah, what, I, I mean, truly, like, one of the defining images of of the zoomer generation is definitely that that picture of mickey in the organization 13 coat with the hood on it's just so it's like you you are not aware of like like tetsuya Nomura is was just was just not aware of how fucking hysterical this looks or this was he's just like like, i'm just gonna do it and i'm glad he did because it's
1: well, well, it's Cause, interesting cuz having finished 7R, which I will talk about at some point. But like it, it's cl- it's clear that he's still on the same bullshit. He's just he's just starting to realize how to get how to do it right, uh which is cool, but but uh yeah, continue. Uh, Persona 3, uh coffins and shit.
0: Yeah, so Persona 3, it's got coffins and shit. Uh it's got some time shit that I don't really I don't really like. But but the game, so I have about 16 hours of it. I started it like a couple days ago. It's really all I've been playing it's all i've had an interest in playing but it's also been the only thing i think about to the point where i wanted to talk about this on this show because both yesterday as well or last night as well as the night before i had persona related dreams where i was i was dreaming about fusing persona and i wake up and i'm like and i had an awful sleep it's fucking terrible thinking about this fusion shit and i'm like what the fuck It's all I want to do. I wake up, I'll play it, and then I'll, like, get bored and I want to take a break. But I'm going to come back to it later that day or later that evening and play it for three to four hours. I just get sucked in. And once I'm playing it, it's really, really, really fucking hard to, like, put it down and be like, okay, I'm going to go do something else now. I'm, I'm just stunned how much I actually like it because there's a lot of shit in Persona 3 where I'm like, I probably wouldn't like, like, or just shit I, I normally like wouldn't like. Don't really like, like, these kinds of, like, time systems. They're, don't really like the fact that I have no control over my party. Don't really like the fact that there's, like, seven gazillion things I need to fucking do and I can't get them all done. But outside of all that, I kind of just pass all through that and I just really love this game. I think it's fucking great. Oh, it's excellent,
1: uh, and it's in, in my opinion, it's still the best Persona game. Uh, yeah, I haven't played two. Uh, I'd like to play it, but but uh, Persona three is just like to me, it 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 will never be topped as far as like the quality of what it's saying and the clarity of how it says it. I, I think every other kind of, I, I think persona three or persona four and, and from what I've heard from friends, persona five is they're all very mixed messages, but persona three is like laser focused to the point where it's like, yeah, this shit is edgy. Like, because, because yeah. our, our choice of subject is edgy and everyone's lives is edgy and everything that happens to these people is edgy. Whereas persona four, it's like, there's like, it's like there's murders and shit um, and then, and then everyone's just like, Hey, by the way, guys, um, let's, uh, you know, let's, let's all go to the ramen shop and, and eat yeah, meat. I'm
0: going to go play basketball. Like, yeah. cause, cause that was my initial disconnect when I played persona for a golden on Vita was, I was like, this is, I, I was like, I hate this. Like someone is trapped in the TV world and all you fuckers know it, but You're gonna go... Like, Yukiko or whatever the fuck her name is. That's right, right? Yukiko. From four? Yeah, Yukiko. Yeah, Yukiko. Yukiko is in the TV world. We all know she's there. But I'm gonna study for this test. It's like, no! Let's save her now. Let's make it immediate. And what I like about Persona 3 is, like, something's gonna happen on a full moon, but it doesn't have anything to do with Tartarus. Or at least yet and if it does have something to do with tartarus i feel like this game is gonna it's gonna make itself exactly clear what needs to be done and what needs to be completed by that point whereas persona 4 i was like i i'm like i know someone's in trouble but i gotta study like (laughs) doesn't it it did it didn't really work for me but i do want to once i finish three i do want to take a break and then i do want to play through four uh, and give give it another chance, because I've just been loving 3 so much. Well, what's interesting for me
1: about 3 in that regard is that, like,
0: 3 has this very sort of,
1: it, 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 like, it's gameplay loop, and the fact that, like, there's sort of an everyday life thing is, is almost like, I don't know, it's almost brilliant in that game versus the other games, or it's like, oh, we're doing this because it's Persona, where you're, it's like, basically it's like, our lives are spent waiting for interesting things to happen and you've just got to fill the time in between that and there's a sort of melancholic state to that like which which is what persona three is all about it's like well guys in a month in in you know in 30 days something's gonna happen so just try to live your lives as normal until that point and it's like holy shit like that's such an oppressive thing to just like deal with and it's like and it's just downtime you just have to keep yourself occupied until something interesting happens that that matters and that's a sort of like that that's a really depressing sentiment uh like like that you have to but but at the same time it's not it's, it's a very empowering one too where it's just like life life is gonna go on so you might as well make you know some good of it you might as well do something meaningful and fulfilling in between those moments, whatever those moments are to you or look like, um, and and I, I I just I like that 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 feels like a really carefully considered idea and choice for the game. Whereas in four, it's just like no, you can control the pace of four if you want, but you can't because because basketball practice is on Thursdays.
0: Exactly, like like that's that's sort of my thing where I just really because. C- it's gotten me very like Persona Three has. It's funny you mentioned like melancholy because it does put me in a bit of like a melancholic state where I was like thinking about it one day where I spent fucking Sunday. Which for those who haven't played the Persona Three, basically Sunday's your your free day and you got a lot of options on what you can accomplish basically on Sunday. And some some bitch ass fucking Kaz from the from the Kendo team called me on like Wednesday to hang out on Sunday and I agreed and I hung out with them, but my, my social link didn't go anywhere. I'm like, well, what the fuck? What a waste of time. And it really got me to think where I'm like, shit, like Aiden game. I just hung out with this guy and said we had a good time, but I didn't get anything out of it game wise. So I feel like I wasted my time hanging out with these people. And I'm like, shit, am I going to hang out with the little girl after I finish her fucking social link? No. Am I gonna hang out with the old the, the old couple after I after Harrow, gets all the way upgraded? No, and that shit that shit like puts you in a weird mindset where it's like, damn, like man, maybe I'm a bad person because I'm only getting i I'm, I'm only here to get what I need and then I'm out and I'm only participating in this because it's beneficial for me because this is this is something I, I always think about with like Majora's Mask and I have a huge problem with like in Majora's Mask you you participate in a side quest. You get a reward for it. You reset the clock. So the bad shit's still gonna happen. Like the the young girl's still gonna get taken in in, and God knows what happens to her by the aliens. Um but fuck, you still got the bottle. You know, you still got access to the bar. That doesn't go away. So I don't know what the point I'm trying to make here is other than other than it makes makes you think. Games make you think. Well, game games. It's interesting because like games are usually
1: so catered towards the player's own experiences, uh, and 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 it is interesting because I, I did realize that on the third day of or on the on the final cycle of Drow's Mask, once you have everything, just out of the good of your heart, you can do a perfect run where it's just like, okay, I have all the time in the world, including not having to do the boss fight. You know, not having to do the dungeons. I can just rush straight to a boss. Um, and, and, and just be like, all right, I'm going to clear everyone's problems within these three days, beat the game. And I'm, it's actually going to feel like, like I accomplished something. Um, and, and in that way, it's kind of interesting, um, because you can be like the big hero in the last moment, assuming that, that you care about that, which I, I do personally. Um, but most games really don't give you that opportunity, you know, in, in a situation where it's like, you have limited time, you have to spend it somewhere, you have to do something, uh, so only do what you need to, and then fuck off. And it's like, it it really is depressing because how many how many relationships have we had? How many things that we did that affected someone just went nowhere?
0: Yeah, I've, I get very much the, those vibes. And another thing too that I've I've grown to really appreciate is it was such like a one of honestly like one of my favorite gaming moments I've ever had in like recent memory was when I was playing I was in my first session of Persona Three, which is about like four or five hours. And I finally go to Tartarus for the first time and I'm playing it. And the, you know, Junpei and Yukiko or or, uh, Yukari, excuse me, got, got tired. And I returned to base and they're like, I'm going home. I'm tired. And they just left. And I'm like, what? My party just dipped on me. They just straight up bailed because they're, they're, they're people in the game. They have their own lives They can't always go to fucking Tartarus with you. They have to study for finals and sometimes they're just not there. And when they're tired, they're just like, dude, I'm, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm going home. And I kind of, and it's gotten me to appreciate the fact that you only control main character Kuhn. I don't know if he's got like an official name. Oh, Minato. Minato. Thank you. Yeah. Like you're controlling like Minato and it feels like a true role playing experience. It really does feel like like I am playing this student at Gekkon High School who has a persona and is a part of this like friend group. Instead of I'm controlling a JRPG party, it really, it just really, it's really connected with me. And I think it is like, especially like with the times we are in, that there is no sense of you know, formality of, hey, getting up and going to school or work or, or at, that post, you know, school or whatever feel or, hey, I got the whole rest of my day. What am I going to do? Obviously, that's been lost for, for me. So uh, getting it in this game has definitely been been something that, that's, that hits good. It hits fucking good.
1: Yeah, I mean, getting getting back to that has been really difficult because I have been forcing myself to try and at least write and come up with, with, with things to do. Uh, and... Most of the time, it doesn't work. Most of the time, nothing happens, and I'm I'm dead inside. Uh, No, uh, most of the time, my day is just spent, like, I don't like watching movies, really. I I think it's, I think it's one of the biggest possible wastes of your time. Um, I say this as someone who plays nothing but video games, because at the very least, with video games, you can experience them in multiple ways, more than once, uh, several times, uh, and and always kind of get something different from it. Probably similar to watching a movie, but the difference is, like, Uh, when a movie ends, you know what I mean? Like when a play session ends for me, I look at the clock and I was like, damn, that was a good use of my time. When a movie ends, I look at the clock and I go, damn, I just killed an hour and a half. I just, I never feel like a movie can truly be as enriching of an experience when you look at the clock after it's done. Uh, Like versus like a game, like I can put eight hours into a game and be like, I accomplished so much today. Versus I could watch like nine movies back to back and I could be like, damn, what a good way to pass the time.
0: Yeah. And I definitely feel, because I mean, I'll tell you where it comes from. It just comes from a, a, a simple fact of when, when, you, when you partake in something in a game, you're getting rewarded for it, you know, either in the game or personally or, you know, whatever the case may be. Perfect. Like, look at Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is a game I could play for like six hours at a time. I just love it. And I definitely feel that sense of accomplishment when I finish a sen- session of Monster Hunter because, hey, like I got a ton of new materials. I nearly finished this armor set, or I did finish this armor set. I feel like I did something in the game that I'm going to be able to continue on with. When you finish a movie, it's done. It's over. I could see a little bit of accomplishment if you watched like a six-movie series where it's like, oh, I marathoned all the Harry Potter movies today. I got through that whole series. It's a part of my my cultural library or whatever now. Well, that's, that's the other
1: problem is like movies, movies really do end up being a case of what is important to watch, what is necessary to watch because there's so much shit. Like, obviously there are so many like lame games, but like, I think most people don't finish games unless they are like important cultural touchstones. If you're not enjoying a game, you stop playing. Yeah, hundred like, percent versus, versus a movie when you're like, you're like, it's so rare for me to shut off a movie. Uh, unless it bores me or unless I'm getting nothing out of it, but most of the movies I watch are quote unquote important films. They're like they're they're things that I should have an opinion on because everyone else does. Versus like a game where like I can play a game nobody else has heard of and that's really enriching to me because at the yeah. very least I partook in it.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the thing with me is, and I always think this is this is just a part of my like my my fucking tism. But like the, the, the what gets me with games why I like playing games so much and why it really is like the only medium I really do give a shit about um that and like also i give a shit about youtube too but video games is really like the my main you know focus and in, in love and life and it's simply just because b- because i can play them because i can do something with my hands great experience that like really defined this for me was i was hanging out with my buddy uh my buddy jacob who uh, i actually sent this into a question for the show we'll get to that later um but i was hanging out with him in college and we ended up watching zombie land have you ever seen this movie yeah that's fine yeah it's <laughs> It's, fine. It's, it's,
1: like, it's, it's a fine film. I have no love or reaction to it.
0: It's, it's a good movie. Like I like I like Jesse Eisenberg. Right? it's a it's a good fun time. And it was like kind of sick or whatever when we watched it. And he was like, "Dude, this movie rules." I'm like, "Bro, we could have just played Left for Dead. Like, we could have just played Dying Light, and we could have got a zombie experience that we could have. We could have played. Like, we could have been there, dude. And that was like a snap, a light snap moment for me."
1: Well, I, I had a, I, I had a similar revelation, actually. Um, yeah. Because I I was... Um, we're finally going to get to it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time.
0: We're here, Final Fantasy VII Remake, baby.
1: No, I mean, so here's the thing. I was thinking about what, what made me fall in love with that game more than other things. Uh, and I was talking about those walking and talking segments. Um, but I, I think more than anything, what, what I really liked about 7R is, is just how involved every aspect of it was. I mean, you, you are in a very immersive world. Everything you do kind of does end up doing something for you but like more than anything else even just like walking and listening to conversations like it it builds a world that I already care about um and I I was just thinking like if Midgar was a movie I could never engage in in the world of Midgar in the way that I can in this game uh and so even though normally I don't like to talk to NPCs or stuff I'm very gameplay focused um Like, it's like, when you see all these big cyber cities, like, the way that they define cyber cities in, like, dystopic films is, like, these big crowd shots. And then you'll go to a coffee shop, and coffee's being served by a robot, and that's your world building. And it's just like versus like i can walk around the coffee shop and like listen to someone being like ah they this robot mixed my coffee poorly like what the hell and it's like who cares as long as you get it you know you get it faster than if some poor 16 year old was working there he's like i don't want efficiency i want a damn good coffee you know something like that yeah that's just like off the top of my head um and and like 7r really is just like different kinds of people inhabiting the same world you'll you'll walk past someone who's like like there are people who are like debating in the streets about like if Shinra really cares about them or not, and it's just like, it's it's interesting. Um, and and uh, and and I loved it. Uh, and and I'm aware of how controversial of a statement that is probably going to be eventually, but but uh, I think I think it's uh, it's an incredible time.
0: I genuinely believe, like in in like my in my heart of hearts, you know. I genuinely believe that that history will be very kind to Final Fantasy VII remake. I do
1: too. I, I I've I've said it before, but FF Seven R is one really great video essay away from suddenly being everyone's darling.
0: Yeah, I, I think give it give it a give it a couple years. I think like right before seven, like R two comes out, people will be like, oh, you know what. This this for this first installment was like fucking great. Like this was really good.
1: Th- that's the thing is like I I think I would like to hope that whatever comes next makes seven R one my least favorite installment because. There's so much padding, and like so, some of the enemy design is just so awful, but the the, the gameplay, the combat mechanics, I, I have decided are near infallible. I think, mechanically speaking, this is the best ARPG to date, and it's hilarious how many people disagree because they don't understand that it's as much action as it is RPG. They're so used to one side being skewed so heavily that... like. I, I, have, I have friends who are like, you can't... Th- this is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my fucking life. Uh, and you know who you are if you're listening to this. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> the Someone was like, you can't balance an ARPG like you can an RPG. And I'm like, you can if you're making a game that's equally action as it is RPG. You you, you can make you can say, all right, look, the player's going to need this materia if they want to wipe out this boss very efficiently. And if you want to get fucking clapped... Then, then just, like, then don't, you know? Then don't, like, try to plan ahead. Um, or if, if a fight is going so sideways that you want to quit, you can. You can literally, like, pause and restart the encounter and then and equip the shit you want. And it's like, I don't know, it really feels like a very considered, measured game. I, I keep talking about the defensive options and how smart everything is. I, I do agree that the dodge roll is worse than it could be, but not because it lacks iframes, because it's too short. That's the problem. Anyone who says that the Dodge needs iframes is a fucking idiot. And and it's one of these things where, like, I just keep thinking about the fact that, like, if I was watching, like, a super badass action film, like, the camera in, in a movie would probably be somehow worse than the camera in FF7R's battles, and that camera's pretty fucking bad. Um, because, because it would just be a bunch of shaky cam, and, and and there would be cuts before every hit so that they didn't actually have to sell the punch, uh, And and my world-building would literally just be, like, an establishing shot of a skyscraper uh and and instead it's like no i can slow down pan the camera Aerith can talk as long as she fucking wants because we don't have to move on to a scene in in 45 seconds uh and it's just like it's it's so much more enriching than watching five movies in a row to play that same length of time in a single game
0: oh 100 oh 100 and that's just one of the benefits of, of video games as a medium is like Is you know video games do let you tell these immensely long stories. I mean, Persona Three is like eighty fucking hours. Oh, it's more. And it's all one narrative. Fucking the Trail series is like, like Cold Steel alone is four like sixty to seventy hour games each that all tie into each other. and part, in Cold Steel Two takes place exactly after Cold Steel One. Like there's you know a one month in game time break but you get right back into it and that's like one of the benefits I think of of games you just get that super long form storytelling it lets you you know chill out at the coffee shop and listen to Aerith you know you'll rattle on for however long she needs to or however don't, long Don't say that needs.
1: like Aerith every word out of Aerith's mouth isn't gorgeous.
0: Oh come on, I love Aerith, dude. You know oh, I, I fucking love Aerith.
1: love Aerith. I I I never got the Aerith Cloud shipping love and now I'm like that's it. They're the ones I, I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm just not a
0: big into shipping in general.
1: You will be when you play 7R, you, you will, your heart will flutter.
0: Yeah, I definitely, yeah, no, I, de- I definitely feel that. I, I, I do want to say this though, cause, cause I know you mentioned earlier, you've been kind of frustrated with sort of the discourse surrounding FF7 and to be fair, like you're mostly upset about the discourse surrounding fucking any video game. Whenever I talk to you, uh, <laughs> right, right. Well, that's true. But- but, but I, I do want to say this, is I, I think a lot of, like, the, the iframe thing especially, I think it just comes from a place of, of people just expecting Final Fantasy VII to play differently than how you're actually supposed to play it. Well, they, well, they expected to
1: play, like, 10 years of games they've already played.
0: Exactly. Like, like there was a great, uh, there was a really great, like, podcast clip from uh, from Tommy Oliver, who I'm a big fan of. He's, he's one of my favorite creatives.
1: Can you stop shouting out podcasts that aren't ours? They, they don't need the revenue.
0: <laughs> Tom, Tom does. Please support him. Don't, uh, don't you he's, fucking he's direct punk, people dude. elsewhere. Well, i not directing them elsewhere. I don't even remember the video he said this in, but it was in Af- one of his- After like, the podcast ends, you can listen to Tommy Oliver. Tommy Oliver. Uh, not to be confused with the Green Ranger, by the way. Uh, oh, Different okay. person.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know uh, that. that.
0: <laughs> but, but he was basically expressing- He's kind of... He was basically expressing his initial disinterest in Dark Souls. And he's grown to kind of appreciate uh, the series after like playing through all of them. Uh, but he initially was like... You know, look, like I grew up with like my action games or fucking Shinobi on PS2 and Devil May Cry and Guilty Gear, just these over the top like crazy, hyper fast, super stylized games. And then I get to and he's like and then I get to Dark Souls and it's slow and there's a stamina meter. He's like, "I don't want to play any of this shit." I'm like, "That's a fair point." I'm like, "You know what? That's kind of a fair" fair point because if a
1: genre is not for you it's not for you or if a game in general is not for you like that's fine
0: for sure because i can definitely see people being like because i can definitely see you know some of the normies out there want to play final fantasy 7 the action game not final fantasy 7 the action rpg and i think that's probably where that frustration comes from where they're like well you know what what the fuck why does it play like this when you know i wanted to play you know like kingdom hearts When it's like, it's not Kingdom Hearts, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it plays totally different. This is an issue I had with, like, Sekiro, to bring it back to my Souls games. Everyone's, like, bitching about Sekiro, and I'm like, uh, and not playing, like, Souls. I'm like, gang, Sekiro is not like Dark Souls at all. They're two completely separate games in two completely different genres. Like, Sekiro is like a return to beautiful classic, like, Shinobi Onimusha-style action. Just simple. which Which is
1: what it's based on.
0: And Tenchu too. I I I'm not really familiar with Tenchu, so I'm not. It's, it's a FromSoft
1: from game as well.
0: Oh, okay. I'd love to play. I I want to go back. I want to play like a Togi and Armored Core, especially. I want to go back and play all those shit. They look, they look fucking great. Um, but it, it plays like a, it, it just is like a return to like classic action. Um, and it's great and it's super simple and it's got like fun like almost rhythm based combat. Perfect fucking system. Like great fucking game. And everyone's like, where's Where's the Where's the weapons? I'm like, it's not, it's not fucking Dark Souls. Not every From game has to play like Dark Souls, you know. Well, I, I did have a friend who's like, I my my strategy
1: in Dark Souls is like, like to min max the shit out of it and like fat roll and like all all the exploit aspect, like like all the all the sort of like unbalanced exploit based aspects of the game. They're they're like, I go to the you know, I, I go to the, the catacombs. I get I get my my green titanite. I oh, same, dude. Yeah, I and love like, that shit. Yeah, and it's like that—that's great, but like that can't be every game for you. You know what I mean? Like the moment someone, ma- the moment FromSoft makes a game that's not that, you 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 can't say to yourself, "Well, where's the fat rolling?" Like I, I always make this joke where where I talk about Kingdom Hearts two fans who like really think that 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 is the best ARPG or action game of all time, and I'm like, KH two fl- uh, fans turn on DMC and go, "Hey, where's the reflect spell?" Like. And, and, and it's so funny when people are like, yeah, KH2, what a brilliant gameplay system. Everything's so balanced. And I'm like, did you use Reflect? Like, because Reflect, Reflect is the most free option in the game. It is straight up the most, like, there is no time in which Reflect isn't the best possible choice you can make, especially because Reflect takes, like, two MP to use there's definitely like dominant strategy in in 7r in 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 hard mode especially when when you have max level spells but to curb that they were like all right no items no mp restoration if you want to use your your high level spells like you better just be okay with not using magic or having to use soul drain on Aerith for the rest of the, the the chapter um which which is interesting for me uh and and i and i like that like and and i like that aspect of it where where there there really is no at least to me best option under every situation i think force edge might be a little bit too it's probably the most useful cloud ability besides like infinity's end and counter stance but i mean even then like force edge only is really worth using when an enemy is pressured uh versus like like counter stance is still has some use infinity's edge is great when an, an enemy is prepped or is staggered already like i just i haven't really found any real uses for for blade beam uh and um and uh whichever one comes with the iron sword or disorder i really haven't found a use for disorder but um oh no triple slash is great that's that's a great ability but like yeah i mean ultimately it's, it's just this thing of like if you have expectations of what good game design is based on existing other games like then then you need to reframe the way that you look at things it's okay not to like something because it doesn't appeal to you I, I just I think it's fucking nuts the amount of people who who will see a game like this and go well where where's the stamina bar you know what I mean I shouldn't be able to just constantly attack where's the stamina bar
0: yeah I definitely I definitely agree with that and I have a huge And, like, I think, and also, too, I do just want to mention, like, my my biggest fucking analysis pet peeve. We can big up fucking whole five-hour podcast about our analysis pet peeves. But definitely my biggest one is, like, assuming game designer intent, like, throws me up a fucking wall. Because I'm like, you don't know how a game is made, including me. So don't assume shit. It just makes you look like a fucking dumbass. I think the problem is that people can kind of
1: assume game designer intent based on what they're feeling at the moment but like you can never like if, if someone says like the game does this which creates this feeling or like does this which which results in this style of play like that's something that you can say in in a very like theoretical paper kind of way but like you you can't say the devs intended for you to do this so i did this and it didn't work and therefore the devs were wrong and i'm lazy and it's or and they're lazy that's that's the one that kills me is is the devs were just lazy that one that one makes me want to to like dox that person and 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 send forty pizzas to their house
0: yeah and in, in, in to be honest, i think all of triple a fucking game development is this is it's like it's it's not it's not lack of effort it's 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 putting too much effort into places where it does not maybe matter as much. Let me ask you something Miles. Does every game need a fucking orchestrated soundtrack?
1: No, just Final Fantasy 7R. Yeah.
0: Does does every game need to look like Final Fantasy 7R? No. No, just
1: FF7R because it's the most important game ever made. Like It, it kind of is. Like that like, just like, be fucking like when, honest when you're here. you're making, yeah, like when when you're making like The Last of Us 2, you know, or like something like that that has this insane pedigree. Like Yeah. You, you, you have to put in 100%. Well, I'm just saying, like, when you make Bloodborne, you can half-ass a lot of that. You know what I mean? You can no. have the fucking shitty models that that game has at some times. Like, you can, you can have the low poly count and the bad textures. Because ultimately, the game, the most important part is the art direction and the atmosphere. And and making sure it doesn't chug at a thousand fucking like at two frames a minute
0: like yeah and the like you know tight yeah and just like tight yeah like great atmosphere like tight gameplay like that's what you know Dark Souls Dark Souls three fucking Bloodborne that's what those games are all fucking about yeah like, like the, I
1: would it's inarguable that the graphics of Dark Souls are like fine at base. yeah it's you know like what I mean? it's like
0: totally dude it's I just replayed Dark Souls for like the first time in a couple months guard design like the graphics totally like early ass looking like 360 game like let's just be honest here but the game still holds up because the game is fucking fun to play and is engaging and the art direction and the world design in level design is interesting and that's why that game is good and talked about and that's the problem with when you get when you get to something like god of war where it's like the original God of Wars,
1: like, they, they were very polygonal. Like, they don't look that good now compared to a lot of, like, things that were more cel-shaded or or things with just, like, better models. You know? Yeah. Like, Resident Evil 4 still looks great because they made sure all of the models looked really good. And then the geometry of the levels was really, like, square and all the textures were very simple. They prioritized things yeah. the way they should have. Um, but it's like this new God of War game. I'm like, everything looks nice, but, like, I know what a forest looks like. I don't need, I don't need, like, like, I don't need such a detailed forest, because I can live that. That's why Midgar is so interesting, and that's why, that's why your fucking forest, like, costs nine billion dollars, and I don't care, because, because it, this game doesn't need to look as nice as this is. It could be more stylized, It like the, like the early games, it, it could be more like, you know, like, you, you have this real Norse aspect to it, like, make everything look kind of like frostbitten and 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 have this really great like because because snow i would argue snow probably does allow you to simplify the geometry quite a bit you know simplifies textures quite a bit uh oh, because, for sure because i'm sure you know you need tech for like like if if you're like trudging through the snow you know you got to make sure the trail goes behind you probably want realistic like snow physics you know you want their footsteps to be in the ground but like ultimately like you know snow can blanket things and 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 make things a little bit more simplistic but instead it's like you have, you have a lot of these areas that are just, like, too detailed, like, for no good reason. I, I felt the same way about the Shadow of the Colossus remake, where I'm like, the sheer cliffs of the original game were, like, Gaelic and Majestic, and then, like, kind of the more realistic rock faces probably, you know, this, took longer to model, is my assumption, and now the game just looks like Canada.
0: I mean, I'll just be straight. Like, I think Eco and Shadow of the Colossus still look fucking great, dude. Yeah. I don't, like, I'm sorry. Like, I think they still look good. And I still think a lot of these games that, like, maybe on, like, if you look at it, don't really hold up, but it doesn't matter. Like, perfect example, Dark Souls 3 is, like, I think a good baseline. Dark Souls 3, there's a lot of shit. When you look at it, when you really look, you can be like, alright, some of these textures not super good. Like, some of this stuff, alright, a little, a little whack. Like, some of this stuff's a little, a little whack, yeah, a little not as, you know, detailed as it could be. But it doesn't matter! It does not matter. It does not need that level of detail. At the end of the day, you know, all money's limited and we aren't playing a zero-sum game here. If we spend excess amount of time on making it look good, maybe the game can't be as long. Maybe we can't spend as much time on, you know, the gameplay or the soundtrack or, you know, whatever the case may be. So you need to find out, like, you know, what what are we valuing here? And to me, personally, I just wish more AAA games would actually value having decent fucking gameplay because it's such a shame when I see a game that looks incredible and is just kind of just fucking boring as fuck to play.
1: Well, that that goes back to the the ultimate point that I have, which is, like, like, most of the time, devs aren't lazy. They just have skewed priorities.
0: Yeah, skewed or different priorities, but, you know, from whatever, like, from people who have different tastes than me from whatever they want to see well, you know whatever you know well yeah well, i mean it's,
1: it's a case of like everyone says like oh they could have done all of final fantasy 7r if they didn't focus so much on midgar and after playing it and i was like no there's a very deliberate reason they they did just midgar for this first installment uh i agree with with the choice at the end of the day but like there's still a lot of like things where they clearly compromised. Like, like the, the textures are pretty poor a lot of the time. Um, but the advantage is, I've, the game has never dipped at frame rate at all. Ever. At any point that I've played it. In,
0: in, in, speaking of what comes out is insane.
1: I'd, ra- I'd rather have, like, gross textures that, that I just look at and I go, ugh. But, like, because when I'm fighting, like, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, and it's such a shame, too, because you look at a game, I mean, perfect example of, like, the, the opposite way and this is a dated response but it's true like you know I believe we talked about this last week but Sonic Unleashed Atabat yeah. is like one of the best looking stages in any video game and it runs at 5 frames a second because it is too good looking for the 360 and the PS3 Thankfully with emulators we can see how it was truly meant to run at you know a full sixty at you know four but, but that shouldn't be the price, you know what I mean? But, we shouldn't have yeah, to wait 100%. fifteen years for that. For but that's but up. that's not how the game came out. Yeah. We can see that now, but that's not how the game came out, and it's like, damn, you put in so much effort and look what it got you, five frames a second, and it's really hard to enjoy because it's the game is stuttering so much. Like, I'm with you, man. Like, I'll take, dude, I'll take fucking frame it all the fucking way. Make the game look fucking disgusting as long as I can <laughs> run it at fucking
1: 60. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's interesting because I watched a movie recently that I, I heard a lot about. I watched it literally before this podcast. It was called Society. It, like, it, it, is, it is exactly, like, everyone was like, oh, there's all these great special effects. It's really surreal and gross and, like, lots of body horror. And I was like, that's really interesting to me. I'll check that out. Um, and then, like, 75%, like, literally the first two acts have, like, no effects and no body horror and nothing, like, happens. It's all, like, build-up. And I was just like, I like this the mystery element of this film, but when are we going to get to the stuff everyone tells me about? And then it's all in the third act, and I was like, oh, I see why. They were saving all the money for this. And... And it looks amazing. It's like, it's it's exactly what I wanted. And, and, and I was just sitting there like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad they waited till now.
0: Yeah. And and to be into into crack houseify your example here, are you familiar with the anime Sword of the Stranger at all?
1: No, no, I'm not.
0: Okay. So Sword of the Stranger is well known in the anime and soccer communities for having one of the craziest, most beautifully well-animated sword fights ever put from pen to paper, and I've seen it. It's like a three minute like sword fight between the like one on one. It's just insane. It's incredible. It's super beautiful. It's awesome. The rest of the movie looks like fucking crap.
1: And, and it's like like you know the what? rest
0: of the movie is like painfully average, like boring, not good. There's like a couple other scenes that are like okay, but the big the big come is at the end with the sword fight. Yeah, and, that's and you what know what? For. And you know what? Everybody talks about the sword fight. Totally worth it. It was totally worth it. The product itself is shit, but it's it's uh, it's presence in in anime culture is what they put time and effort into. Is the sword fight? So sometimes it can win out to hold off on you know your big you know your big guns. Yeah. Sometimes like Final Fantasy Seven, it's wor- remake where it's like Final Fantasy Seven remakes. Perfect example of if we're gonna do this, we have to do it as big and as expensive as possible. And from what you told me, it sounds like they. Basically succeeded,
1: except for the textures. The uh, the textures are bad, uh, but like you know, Again, look good on PC though. Uh, I I've heard it looks perfect on PS4 Pro, and I was like, you know what, fine. Let's see. Oh, we might actually got
0: sent some questions. Hold on. All right, hit me. Okay, here we go. We got two questions. First of all, my buddy Jacob, I believe he's at Jacob M Douglas on Twitter, asked us to to talk a bit about VTuber culture. And, like, camgirl, sh- like, camgirl, like, VTubers. Do you have, like, anything to, to <laughs> say about this?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I have nothing.
0: <laughs> I got nothing. I feel like, you know what? I, f- I feel like we went really hard in the first two episodes to be like, yeah, this show is super horny. And the the veil is just coming off. So <laughs> no, no, we're-, we're horny, but, we're- but our lives aren't horny.
1: That's the thing. That's the problem. I don't I, well, like. I'm not a fucking all. degenerate. I don't. I don't fucking throw money at VTubers. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> throw money. At you. Actually, you
0: know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Samuel? You know what, Samuel? Let's get right into it. All right, let's talk about e-girls, Sam. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's all knock right? it out, dude. Let's let's knock out this fucking e-girls. E-girls thing. are e-girls are like my favorite, like worst thing to ever happen to the internet. In the e-girls. Last three e-girls years. are the
1: new parasites.
0: It it is just like. It's just the part of online culture that is just so you can't really escape it. E-girls will always find a way onto your Twitter timeline or your Instagram or it's just going to happen. Well, it's funny that like people now want to be e-girls. It's not it's not just
1: a thing that you do. Like people are like I'm an e-girl now. You yeah. just decide that shit. You don't have to do anything. No, I mean, here's the thing. Like there there are people who just like have the anime abbies. and I'm sure that they're I'm sure I'm sure that they're plain looking And, and, and normal, but they just decide, I'm an e-girl now. I'm not going to post any pictures, but I'm an e-girl now. And I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about how much I love daddy's cum. And, 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 and you're going to fucking fall for this, like, meanwhile, like, like, these people are, are relatively normal. Like, they have their fetishes, but they're completely vanilla in real life. Uh, but, but they're, they're just like, Ooh, does anyone want to be a daddy and shoot their fucking cummy load in my fucking (laughs) whore mouth? And it's just like, and and it's like that, that's, that's like the e-girl aesthetic now. E-girl aesthetic is, is being either radically anti-capitalism or, or far right, but both of them love daddy. And that's, that's all that they do. All they do is tweet about daddy and how much they want daddy to buy them animal crossing.
0: Dude, this, this is it! Here we go! You just all oh, you clicked in, dude. I see these hoes every day out here trying to get someone to, to to simp by them animal Crossing. that's and my fucking problem get, like that's my fucking and then problem they get with super girls. salty and then they get so salty when they're when horny fucking boys pop in their DMs it's like you you you, you did this to yourself
1: here's here's what you fucking do okay here's like, what you like, fucking do you close your DMs but they won't do it because you know what? Because that's revenue. That's There's the point. your sugar daddy's out there. Exactly. The that's more, the more horny people right come there. message them, the more they can be like, look at this fucking loser and post it to their fucking timeline. And all of a sudden, you got all these simps who are just like... Oh, and it's free shit. clout. Yeah. It's yeah, fr- free it all free comes cloud. back to clout. It's free clout. Well, here's here's the problem. Is like, there is not a single follower of an e-girl. I, I followed one e-girl, okay? And I followed her for the saddest reason of all time, which is that I genuinely thought that she just posted a bunch of pictures of Satania. And I was like, you know what? I need this in my life. I need to see my favorite girl. And so I was like, oh, this girl, like, you know, like, she posts a lot of Satania content. Like, I'm I'm gonna follow her. You know, I just, like, figured she was just, like, a Person, you know what I mean, and then I turn. Yeah. It turns out she was like, "I'm." I, someone tell me if I'm on this e-girl tier list, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, she's an e-girl!" No, and I was like, "You know what? No, I, you know maybe I'll maybe we can like just you know m- maybe maybe we can like be cool, maybe we can be friends. I don't know. Like I'll I'll keep following her because whenever I follow someone, you know, and they follow me back, I'm always like, all right, you know what? Like let's let's you know let's let's try to talk, see if there's anything going on, uh, you know, in common like that." Um, and, and then I just talked to her and I was just like, oh, you, you suck. And then I, I kept seeing her tweet and I was like, oh, you suck and you're petty. And then I kept seeing her tweet mo- even more and I'm like, oh, you suck, you're petty. And, and also you hate everyone
0: who follows you. It's so funny, dude. I've never, I've maybe since like, I haven't seen it since like, video games like multiplayer video games that just hate their player base so much but they're like we still want your money though like e-girls are just like online games they're like i hate you and don't give a solitary fuck about you but please give me five dollars or twenty five dollars so you can access my only fans for the week it's like so fucking lame they
1: have, they have coffee set up for existing
0: yeah coffee is it, whenever i see this i'm like you have no talent like i i feel i'm sorry like because it's such pity money dude i hate i oh i get so mad when i see like a youtube channel and like maybe they're <laughs> starting to grow a bit they got maybe like you know seven eight thousand subscribers and or maybe they're they're even in like the the five digit range you know maybe they got like 10 20, subs and i see them drop a video they're like i have a patreon now and i'm like this is fucking sad this horrible patreon that only like five people give you money for and you get like 10 bucks a month my, my problem with, with coffee sad. is
1: that it's, it's literally just like the broke person's way of begging for money without having to commit to anything it's literally it's literally just a
0: paypal link just yeah PayPal it really link. is it's like just get just give me money just because like buy me a coffee because it's like i'm sorry you running a twitter account doesn't do anything for me like you look at someone like like, peep, here's a couple people People I like. I only patron a couple people. I patron, I patron Digibro. I patron Tommy Oliver. I patron K-Bash. Because they all provide me with hours of video entertainment every single month. And I can afford it. I lost my job, so I'm going to have to cancel a couple of those. But, um, but when I was working, it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, you guys provide me with so much fucking content. I get such a level of joy. out. I'm going to give you a couple bucks. I want to support you keep doing this. I'm going to give you a couple bucks. I feel obligated because they've given me so they've given me so much. I want to give back to them because I like them so much. Your your Twitter, which has no value to me at all. You post something anyone. funny occasionally. You maybe post something occasionally or something goes viral. They see it once and it's cool. It's like, yeah, definitely hit me up on coffee. You're like, yeah, shoot me something. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be so impressed with your fucking Reddit meme that you probably stole. I'm not going to be so impressed with that that I'm going to give you fucking $5 on coffee. I'm not gonna they, they, yeah, leave. they tweet
1: a video of Billy Eichner and then, and then they go, oh my God, I can't. It gets 9 trillion
0: fucking retweets. And they go, hey, by the way, pay for my Uber rides. It's like, No. No, I don't care about you. I don't care about you. I barely care about the joke you just made.
1: Can I can I tell you about, can I tell you the worst like like e-girl like thing I've ever seen? There's two
0: Please of Please do. Please uh, do.
1: One was an e-girl who was like, I'll send nudes for Animal Crossing. That was amazing. Uh and then the other one was I will if you voted for Bernie Sanders in the following fourteen states, I will send nudes.
0: Incredible. Incredible. That's like, yeah. class. So- someone was just like, for- someone
1: was like, I'm doming someone into voting for Bernie Sanders. And I was just like, I-, I was like, I mean, at least you're doing something you care about, but also like that, that person shouldn't be allowed to vote. A person <laughs> like- should have the rights to vote strip away because, because anyone can just fuck them into voting. But the-, the-, the idea, the idea is less about like, like the voting system and more the fact that like, if you're, if you're that desperate if you're that desperate that you will do something extremely important just for a singular nude, like you are you are worse than any girl, I would argue, because like you you, uh, yeah. you are what gives them life. You know what I mean? You're you're what you're what allows them to make a living on 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 being no, on being a nobody.
0: Yeah, and and here's the deal, like that, that let's be honest, like like definitely like the 2020s had a lot of bad shit. Most Oh, most yeah, of- for sure. But the best thing to happen in 2020 is, is the rise of the term simp just because it is, it is like, yes, finally, I have unlocked the tool. I have the golden ticket to, to just to call out and make fun of these people who've deserved it for so long. Well, that, that's the thing is
1: like everyone, everyone said incel, which didn't work because some people aren't out for sex. Some people just want the attention and the affection of a human being.
0: Well, incels, so incels in, in simps to me are, are two sides of the exact same fucking
1: coin. They, they are, but, but incels, incels are very different because ultimately like a simp is someone who, who will do anything just for like the barest amount of affection and acknowledgement yeah. versus an incel wants something very specific.
0: It's so, it's just so fucking funny, dude. I love just seeing people simp, dude. It just gives me so much fucking joy to catch people out there simping. Well, that's that's the best
1: part about it is we've had, we've had so many different terms for years. You got the white knight, you got the incel, you got the reply guy you know but but now we have one term that encapsulates every Brief. single one of those people they are a simp Sim. and if you're if you're if you're caught simping you should fucking feel bad because it's like there, there is a difference between being supportive of someone uh, you know someone you know someone you care about and 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 doing it legitimately versus doing it because you think you have a chance at whatever is it is you a, think This is This
0: is the key that I think people really miss about the. Well, I don't understand what the big deal is with The Sims or whatever. I don't understand what the big deal is with e Girls. It's like, here's the deal. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, make money how you want to make money. I'm, 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 I'm super as someone who worked in fucking sales for nine months. Very anti job shaming because I got it a lot and. I don't want anyone else to have to go through that. Even if it's something I don't really like, I'm not going to shame you for it. At the end of the day, we all got to fucking eat, you know, but it's still funny. It's still funny. And watching these people just eat it fucking up is so good. And it's like, you don't, I don't know what to tell you. You're not going to get with these e-girls. You're not going to hook up with them. And I get it because the itcho is always there, dude. The itch is always going to be there. Everyone knows there's always been the time where you're like, "Fuck this chick! This chick is hot, and she's in my area, bro. What <laughs> if, dude?" But you just got to tell yourself, "No, cut that shit out. It's not worth it." I think I think that that leads into the other
1: like eager, the sub e girl I hate, which is femboys. Those are terrible. <laughs>
0: What's a femboy?
1: A femboy is just a boy who pretends to be a girl, and it, it's not like they're tricking someone. Like you know, they're, they're not like sometimes they cross dress or like whatever. But but the idea is not to like pass. They're you know they're not they're not trans, and they're not like they're not like cross dressers on occasion where where they where they are where they they cross dress and, and there is sort of like that that persona element or they embody kind of a, a different uh, outfit and and sort of like. And, and just, like, become whatever the person in this, you know, this this dress is. Like, when you cross-dress, yeah. you, you, like, get into it. You go all the way in. Um, with a femboy, it's just, like, like a boy. And they'll put on a dress. And then they'll be like, any gay dads out there? My boy puss is available.
0: Give me five bucks on coffee, please, to buy me Animal Crossing, ooh
1: there There are so many femboys who are just like, yeah, trans people aren't real. But me, I'm a femboy, that shit's real. It's 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 so funny where it's where it's just like like there there are like a lot of femboys who just like hate trans women and I'm like you you're out here putting in the least amount of effort humanly possible in broadcasting, like, it, it, like, what is your goal? Like, like, are you are you trying to appeal to like a certain fetish or like, like, is this is this like a form of self expression? Because it is. It, it doesn't have to be tied in with such vitriolic hate for someone who vaguely, who who vaguely like involves some form of alternate presentation of sexuality. Like, what, why, why is this a problem to you? And it's just, and I, and I think it's just because like. They're just like, I'm a femboy, I'm valid, I exist. And it's like, no, you're not. You're a guy in a fucking dress who who stood in front of their mirror. Yeah, who stood in front of their mirror. They took a crappy fucking selfie, and then they were just like... My my thing is, like, femboys basically appeal to, like, bisexual men or occasionally straight men who are very desperate.
0: Um Throw a football.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's like... <laughs> It's like, for me, like, like a, like a, you know, like a, like a cross-dresser, that's like a thing, you know, that, that's, that's like a, you know, it's like a hobby almost, you, you you, you spring for, you know, you spring for the nice, like, outfits, you, you, you learn your makeup, uh, you know, and, and you, maybe you don't actually leave, maybe this is just something for you, maybe you like to go out in public, like, it's, it's a, it's a pastime, it's a thing that you put an effort to, and I really think that, that that's, you know, and, and of course, like, being a trans person, that's a very legitimate, like, identity, you know, like, that's that's not something you quote-unquote half-ass, you know what I mean? And I, and I think that's what my problem with e-girls and with, like, boys is that they are just, like, putting in the- they're putting in no effort, and they're getting- they're reaping the rewards of sad, desperate simps. Like, like, a sex worker is, like, Putting themselves out there and and they're risking branding forever. Like you you could become like a fucking businesswoman if you wanted, and someone's gonna be like, "Well, I found out you did cam stuff on on you know on many vids." Like it doesn't matter that that like you know like uh, some you know like like some artist could become an artist, oh, yeah. and people are gonna be like, "Oh, well, you were still a stripper like w- when you were coming up in college." Like that's always gonna get brought up. That's never being raised. Like a cam girl, they're they're putting stuff on the line for money, and and usually it's because you know and and more and more now it's, it's, it's a choice rather than like, oh, I'm desperate. I need this money. I'm gonna be a cam girl. Many of them are just like, yeah, I want to do it. Fuck it. Why not? But like, obviously they're still doing something for, they're still doing something for a living and for themselves. And they're still taking it very professionally and very seriously. They're still like, look, no unsolicited DMs. I make videos. You pay to watch them. You can download them. Don't pass them around. This is my source of revenue. And it's like, there, there, there is effort and a professional business aspect to it. You know what I mean. So, so there, that's that's respectable.
0: And bro, I love, dude, I fucking love amateur porn. I love the fuckers. It's out better there than, who are than like, putting them work. It's better than production porn, in my opinion. Oh, oh, dude, one hundred and ten percent, one hundred and ten percent. But, but, especially, like, dude, nothing, nothing is better than amateur porn with a good camera. Dude. Oh yeah, nothing and th- with no onboard microphone oh my god they got the they got the boom mic (laughs) yeah
1: that shit's (laughs) wacky um and and like my my problem ultimately with like like e-girl and like femboy twitter accounts is like basically they're they're not professionals they're not putting up any boundaries in fact the, the 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 they they're essentially like swindling people like by by presenting as more horny and more slutty and more, like, w- l- promiscuous and more available than the actual cam worker. Usually cam workers draw very serious lines and boundaries. Um, yeah. You know, or, or, yeah, and it's like, you know, like, at, and th- there's not there's not that issue of, like, I, I genuinely don't believe, like, e-girls are, like, cross-dressers, where this is something that they're doing for themselves, you know, or, or anything like that, where, like, there's, n- or sorry, I meant femboys, where, where they're doing this for themselves. I think being a femboy is purely show- and it's purely to attract other people. It's not for you.
0: Yeah, it's to get on the train. It's to get on the train to make some money because yeah, to make money, some fucking like, money to, from because at the end of the day, money makes this. the world go round. Yeah. And here's the deal, and, and to bring it back because because I I I a theory today. I was on my walk today because I I knew we were going to talk about this on the show and uh and to kind of tie back to the original question which was about like vtubers i think sort of the rise in like vtubers or like specifically like project melody for those who you know have been living under a rock or just aren't super into that shit if you're probably one of my fans um basically project melody is just a just a 3d anime girl who you know is like a she's on chatterbait basically yeah she she's, but she's, she's a, like she's a, the
1: first like she's the first like vtube cam girl which is like she's she's a 3d model that is animated in real time uh and and interacts with the chat and and is nude and takes requests um so so like if you're just not into like like real life women uh then 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 you can watch Project Melody and and she appeals to you
0: and i think the the rise of it's so hard how like so cuz there was this huge meme like the first week she came out of like all these like cam girls and stuff on Chatterbait getting fucking pissed like apparently like a lot of people's um, like, revenue and viewership took a significant dip once Project Melody came out and started streaming, just because everyone was so interested and just watched her. Yeah. I think it's two reasons. Number one, people love anime girls. Like, so many fucking corny people out there, including us, just uh, just love fucking good ass anime puss. But there's also people out there who just don't want to deal with the bullshit that comes along with e girls. That's that's the best sure- part about Project Melody is that
1: like. Like nothing is more real of a divide between fan and and
0: sex worker than one that isn't real. She's she she's a computer. She's a what do we say about Hatsune Miku? Last she's, a, yeah. computer she's in, a computer program. She's a computer program you project onto. Yeah, you you project onto, and like that's sort of the thing with like that's exactly literally exactly what Project Melody is, and a couple other like and there are other VTubers out there too who are like. You know, doing YouTube like doing YouTube stuff or doing Twitch stuff, and it's like you know more wholesome or whatever. Not you know not as you know sexually produced content. But the the thing with like Project Melody is like because I mean I like there's definitely a p- couple people I I follow on like Instagram. I was telling you earlier who definitely would qu- classify as like e girls. But like I follow them because like they're hot and I'm you know a basic bitch asshole. I, I don't really comment. Do I'm not simping. I'm not simping or spending any money. But you know I I, I I give them the I give them the follow. I give them the fall, I like their content. The cosplay is good. I don't give a shit. Um, but I think there is an appeal for people who are interested in that kind of content or like interested in yeah, this hot ass anime related content, but don't want to deal with all the bullshit like all the bullshit like simp lord or simp focused or simp aspect bullshit of of, of being a part of an e girl circle, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's that's the best part about Project Melody is that like once the cam goes off, it's like okay, great. I can follow her on Twitter and I know full well that the person running this account is not Melody, if I DM her, it's pointless, because the anime girl's not gonna respond, it's gonna be, like, you know, like, an actual person, uh, and that person gets to live their fucking life, uh, and, 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 like, and, and it's great, because I feel like it uncomplicates this process of, like, when you, when you, when you watch a human like that so intimately, like, there is, you know, there is this sort of, like, pavlov dog effect where you you basically start to only see them as the cam girl which is bad of course i don't have to explain that but like i i I think to some extent it it's it's curated but also unintentional it really depends on the person because sometimes like an e-girl literally crafts that persona versus a sex worker who who is just doing their job and and unfortunately if every job has hazards and getting simped on is a fucking hazard uh, yeah it's not it's not what they intend which which is what why there's so much professionalness because they want to make their fans understand that they're doing this for them but also they're not doing this for any individual one of them versus an e-girl yeah. who will like post like anyone want to say nice things to me today. I'm feeling blue
0: yeah exactly like it's 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 prompting that like sort of hey like that's that's get intimate on an individual level and that's where the simps really come out and that's where bad shit happens uh we did actually get one question over over twitter uh uh, from at spooky coco who i believe saw one of your friends right
1: oh god all right hit me
0: which anime disappointed you guys the most oh wow a normal question
1: i'm surprised i expected her to try and try and take a you know humiliate me or something uh which anime disappointed me the most
0: uh, oh, Scum's Wish is an anime that I was severely disappointed by. I was expecting it to be like hard smut and it was just kind of low, small smut. I was like, "Yeah." I was kind of disappointed sucks.
1: by interspecies reviewers. Actually, oh
0: damn, it's not that good. It's I not really gotta no. check that out.
1: Uh, it's it's like I don't know. It, it's it's like a. Uh, I mean, it's lewd, but like it's it's like I don't know. There's there's no like. There there's nothing like really. St- titillating about half of it because some of the girls are just like weird uh and
0: yeah and and like it like because i've I've seen the poster i've seen the poster some of those girls are like so hot dude like oh my
1: god but but like Uh, that's that that's that that anime should have been like more like sexual foibles as opposed to like them just going to it's like they just go to brothels and it's like they pay for sex and it's like no you, you want you want that anime where they're like pursuing like you know they're pursuing a girl who's like hard to get or or like they you know they meet someone and they like court them um, you know you you want you want something that's a little bit more like you have these kind of like pervy weirdos who are who are trying to have sex uh, and and they're they're doing they're doing like their thing you know to to get to it and 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 maybe maybe they get their comeuppance or like maybe they 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 actually meet someone they really like uh, you know and there's conflict like you want something a little bit more fun I guess and and instead it's just like we had sex and now we're going to rate them uh and 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 it's like okay i get it
0: i mean that's what it is interspecies review <laughs> yeah but but, but
1: the, the point is that i you want you want the point of it to be like ideally you want you want it to be they there's it's a, like they're like we're on a quest to get laid by every species, and you you really like you're like okay, that's a great idea. They're on a quest. They have all these hardships, and and the, the punchline is hardships. Yeah, the they, they, the punchline is the the greatest treasure in all the land or whatever is pussy. Like you know what I mean? That that's like a great like comedy premise, and it's also etchy. Um, yeah.
0: and and you could still be kind of shameless. You know what I mean? Why don't we just write this? Why are we giving out these ideas to? Why are we giving out these ideas to all these future light novel writers out here when we can just write this and make a ton of money? You know what? No, I would, I would love, I would love to
1: write that. Um, but, but that, that's probably like, that's, that's one of them. I don't know.
0: house I, I, original I, novel.
1: I, I, you know what? I'm actually gonna say disappointed me, and you're gonna hate me for this. It's an anime you really liked recently, Samuel. Dude, what the fuck is that? Was it Isaac Ken? <laughs> no, dude. I was I was very disappointed in Isaac Ken.
0: Why?
1: How? I like the How, style, dude. I like the dude, style. Dude, you're an it.
0: actual creator, bro. Dude, I, I like I like it, the style dude. of it.
1: You know, I like the style of it. I like all the character designs. Um, I like the premise. But but like for me, I was just like, I I was just like, there's no way they're not going to make this anime. And, and, and it's going to be, you know, they're getting into the, all the cracks and the difficulty of it. Um, and, and it's about like dreaming and, and the three kind of aspects of it, which is you have the concept designer, you have the visionary, uh, and then you have the person who is practical and funds everything. You know, and I'm like, I like that setup. It's it's cute. It's got a great theme song uh, by an incredible uh, artist. But like, like I got to shout out
0: shout out Kell Summer Day, by the way, is their best song. Thank you for introducing
1: me. That's Um, the
0: best song ever created.
1: Yeah, I would say. Uh, But but like you you have you have like all these great like characters and all this great setup. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel no urgency. Like if I didn't, if I I kept thinking to myself, if I missed this week's episode, I could probably be fine watching it a month from now. Because there's no momentum. There's no, like, like, and, and it's one of these things that I consciously have to tune into. It's it's like, when when you watch an episode of, like, I don't know, like, Fairly Odd Parents as a kid, the reason you're watching it is because it's in front of you. You know what it's I mean? On. It's, it's on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Isaac is a show I would watch if it was on, but I, I don't like tuning into it. Because because I, I just feel, like, no urgency for any of these characters. My 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 thing is, like, there need to be big stakes. Uh, and stakes are imagined. It's about how the characters themselves would react if things don't go right.
0: Um, yeah, I can definitely... No, yeah. I, can, I can understand yeah, and, and the lack I of thinking, stakes. Like, I mean, that, you're right. Like, there isn't really any... Like, there aren't really any stakes, so there isn't really ever a moment where you feel like they're not going to get it done, which I, I could understand. That. I could see that as, like, a real criticism of the show. I mean, one thing that did come up to me when I was, like, thinking about the show, I'm like, every episode is the exact fucking same. Like, every episode is the exact same uh, in terms of, like, what happens, but I'd have loved it still all the same. Oh, I, I
1: think I think that's perfectly fine, and I understand anyone who does, for sure, but, like, I think, I think the part... Because I'm a creator, I'm, like, it's interesting to see them all in the weeds of it, but, like, yeah. there there is that disconnect of, like, like of everyone's, like, oh, it'll inspire you, you to create. And I was, like, what would really inspire me cr- to create is, is a project that kind of acknowledges the fact that, that you no, know, creation isn't just about, like, m- having, like, the work ethic and the drive and the ideas. It's also about being able to confront the fact that you might feel horribly inadequate or, or learning how to be like, I don't want to work today, but I have to. Uh, and this sucks. It's not all glamorous. Um, and, and, like, and, and there's this sort of, like, the worst case scenario like, for, for, for something that I would like to see is, like, you have this girl who's a model and an actress, and she wants to be an animator. Um, and, and her parents are like, this is your one shot if this thing doesn't fucking work out you're gonna do what we do for the rest you know you're, we're not letting you join the anime club or whatever and it's like you yeah. know and so there's, there's those stakes and, and even though that's kind of a relatively small thing and and maybe too cliche for some people. Like I think people probably like the idea that they're just dreaming, you know, and, and following a dream. But like like you want you want
0: and their parents are actually pretty supportive of her work.
1: Yeah, you too. you want you want something that that feels very real to them. If if they failed in making their movie, they would kind of feel sad. Kanamori would be like, "Then do it again." She would give like a, a speech, and everyone would be like, "Yeah, you're right. We will do it." And then they would try again the next day and it and it's and i'm like that that's sort of like to me the worst case scenario
0: there is one more there is one anime though i did want to talk about this because because for anime that's kind of a disappointment because the other day i was feeling a little nostalgic re-watched school rumble okay. which is the anime that got me into anime because it was the first one i went out of my way and said i know this is anime and i want to check it out I watched the full thing when I was in eighth grade. That's how long ago it was when I watched it. It was fucking great. Have you ever heard of this show?
1: Yeah, I, I have, of course.
0: Okay. Have you wa- You've seen it?
1: I've seen a bit of it because uh, it wasn't for me.
0: Classic, like, rom-com stuff. Yeah. Watch it as, a, you know, a young 20-something. And I was like, so it's still funny, but I, I'm like, all the romance stuff, I'm like, Whoa. I had, like, whiplash. I was like, whoa, I've not experienced anything like this in a long time. Because, and, dude, can I say something that's, like, so, like, such a nuclear brain take that's going to make me sound like such a fucking idiot? I do
1: that every other ten minutes on this podcast, so yes.
0: I'm watching School Rumble, and I'm also playing Persona 3. Not at the same time, but I'm experiencing both of them at the same time. And it makes me hit, and there's a moment in, like, Persona 3 where fucking Yukari said some bullshit, and I was like, fuck, real people don't talk like this. Like, this is almost like a Shakespearean language, the way people talk in anime, or the way it's translated in English in anime. Like, the words they're using, the way they say stuff, how they explain stuff is, like, not equivalent to, like, human society.
1: Well, that's, that's always my advice to writers, is, like, write underwrite because chances are that's the right amount of, of like realism if if you if you're looking at it and you're thinking this dialogue is too mundane and simple it's probably like no no it's probably exactly how it should sound if, if you if you think that you should be writing more chances are it's gonna come off as cringy and embarrassing always write it always write a step down from what you think is enough
0: yeah and not to say that it's all and like it's not to say that it's all like like all anime sounds cringy even though all anime is indeed cringe. Not all anime, like, sounds cringy. It was just one of those things where I was like, when I saw the line, I was like, hey, gang, It was like, hey, hey, did you hear about the rumor about, like, this car- like this woman in class 2? And, like, nobody speaks like this. Like, no, no human being on this earth would ever have a statement like this. Like, no one would talk so much about fucking rumors like this. Like, no, this is not our world. And I, I, I explained earlier, I said it earlier, it's like very, it's almost like Shakespearean acts. Like no one talks like they do. And Like the, the way Shakespeare is written, no one talks like that. But it's still interesting to dissect That it still has its own quirks. I just think it's something different. Yeah. But to bring it back to School Rumble, I was just watching, it was just like a lot of the, the romance stuff. I'm like, man, like this show would be over. If someone was, if someone was just honest, the show would be over.
1: And and in a in a different show where where that's a, like a character, a massive character flaw, like, yeah. um you know like that that can always be interesting but this is school rumble
0: yeah and it's like and i get it like the, the like the 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 joke is the joke is just being like the joke is that these characters have so strong feelings for each other that they're going to go out of their way and do like the most extreme bullshit and it is still funny um but the actual like love angle of the show really just completely doesn't hit anymore for for a for a broken down, disgusting, unemployed twenty-two year old.
1: Yeah. I hate media. I hate all of
0: it. I, dude, fucking let's get let's get the fuck out of here, dude. We've right, been talking this, for over three hours. This is a
1: nightmare of a podcast. Uh, and, and I, oh, I cannot
0: wait to fucking Frankenstein this together. I it's, wait. It's,
1: to just, it's it's literally just gonna be the ego part and the platforming bit, and then nothing else. <laughs> So
0: show's 30 minutes long. Show's 20 minutes long. This was all the good shit. I hey, hate man, I only kept the good stuff. It's 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm Miles J. I'm Sam Kingma. And this has been... <sighs> Sam, please. Sam, please. This has been... Been... been a hot, scene hot city. Hot this been... crack out. Thank you. Can you not say it? Did you forget? No, I was waiting for us to both say it at the same time. <laughs> Oh what I didn't know we were you, you gave me no intention that you I were... was t I was I was taking the breath I was waiting for you to catch on. This has been <sighs> <sighs> hot shooting crack, crack crack house out. I definitely Oh fuck. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide I gotta twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titties, she's only five. hey, hey. Anime thoughts when she opened up so wide I got a twinkle in my eyes is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only fine. Ayy, bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana and I knock this little bitch out with just
1: one hit like I'm Saitama. Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama. I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna, ayy. Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo. All
0: these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo. Asian penises is too tiny, like it was a no show. Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the pros though. I'm motherfucking bitch, I might pull up, give those dyes a little motherfucking can kiss and and if you talk to shit tell Ryuk you on the list yeah your sister is my groupie she take this anime dick okay okay like little bitch i don't care if that fat ass is too deep score a bounty on that pussy you can call me spike lee Putting out fire getting ice bitch i'm total and if you got some shit to say then you, you can say it to me anime thighs, but she opened up so hot i got a twinkle in my eye asian pussy is so tight i just really want to pipe oh my gosh she got them big ass titties she's only five Thighs. When she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my
1: gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five.